1: Hello, trading for business listeners. I got you.
0: Oh, you got in there, and I, and then I didn't want to mess it up, and we did anyway.
1: I was planning to beat you this morning.
0: Oh, you've been—is that why you've had like three coffees, just so you're all charged up and ready to ready to crush me?
1: I, I absolutely had three copy coffees. copies. see, I've had so many <laughs> coffees, I can't say coffee. I'm saying copy. And yes, I've had three ready to crush you. You or my goal of. Oh, him right
0: and you've just Chucky norris <laughs> into uh, into how to kick your goals in the ghoulies, I'm calling it.
1: Yeah, I think that's a little rough. I think you should just kick them in the bum.
0: You don't like it rough?
1: I'm not going there, Warwick. It's Thursday morning.
0: <laughs> I tried to draw you in, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we're talking about how to crush your goals, but even that seems a bit violent, Coxie.
1: Uh, Look, I don't mind giving goals a good crushing. All
0: these these terms for doing well seem to involve violence, like crushing your goals or kicking it in the guts. Uh, There's so many ways to describe doing well that seem to be a bit violent and physically abusive.
1: I have never actually thought of it that way, and I don't know what rabbit hole this is going to take us down. But You make a very valid point. They are very aggressive, aren't they? Maybe that's what's required, or maybe that's what we think is required.
0: Well, Some yes, I like to it. it a bit. Maybe, maybe we think we have to be violent in order to achieve our goals,
1: or aggressive at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe not violent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at traders and business, we don't condone violence.
0: No, but but perhaps it's that idea that it's the struggle, right? It's that idea that, uh, oh, we've just, you know, we've got to really grind and push and use our body and muscle our way through all this stuff. And reality is a lot different to that. Well, fact. it is,
1: but I don't think it's something that you realise until you get a bit of an understanding about why some of the things we bang on about are so important. I... I it does feel like a grind. It does feel like a struggle. Even some of the things you and I talk about in our goals for tradies and business feel like a grind and a struggle until you break it down. Do, do, do. I want to do a dance. <laughs> uh,
0: but there, there are some ways to um, make it easier, simpler. Yeah, absolutely. To, to achieve your goals. And I wanted to talk today about specifically – Uh, achieving business goals, right? Mm -hmm. So, whenever we talk to people in business, Coxie, it's very common when we say, so what are your goals? That they reference that in terms of, well, I want to increase my turnover to half a million bucks a year or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And, And there's this numerical measurement of whether or not our business is the way we want it to be. So... I guess what I wanted to do was unpack that a little bit and just, I suppose, share a bit of an example, actually. And I won't name any names of one of our tradiepreneur clients who are actually crushing it and kicking
1: it in the guts and just smashing it out
0: of the park. What's that?
1: <laughs> aggressively.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but they haven't, actually. They've they've done it very peacefully and uh, <laughs> calmly. There's been a bit of stress, of course. That's right. But um they are actually getting some great results and a lot of it has come from testing and measuring and knowing their numbers.
1: It's such an important overlooked part of what we do in business. I, I, I don't think there's ever been a drawing board first month or two session where we haven't sat down with our clients and that's one of the first things we're asking them all to do. One of the very mm. first things so that they have the, the power of that knowledge. Because without that knowledge, you can't actually make effective decisions in your business, whether it's a decision to get you closer to a goal or whether it's a decision to look at how to make a change or bring on a team member or what where to spend your advertising money. Mm. You can't make any of those decisions if you don't have the knowledge and the information required to do so.
0: And it's almost like a little magic trick that uh, I like to do with people. So you take a big goal like... Uh, increasing turnover by 50%. So let's say you're going to go from, um, you know, 500,000 turnover last year to 750,000 in the coming year, which is a pretty big goal. And most people would look at that and go, whew, geez. Um, But there's a way to to perform a little magic trick on it to make it really simple. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm going to get out my magic wand. Do we need
1: a wand and a hat and a rabbit?
0: Yes, a hat and a rabbit. I'm going to pull a rabbit out of a hat.
1: Let's do it. (laughs) Uh,
0: So the magic trick is to break it down into little tiny pieces, which is nothing new. You've heard that before, Uh, and that's okay. But the technique is to actually look at something that you can do on a daily basis, something you can actually wrap your head around day to day because – a $250,000 increase in turnover is a fair bit in anybody's language or a 50% increase. You know, we're going to go half again yep. on our revenue and hopefully profit is, is part of that goal setting. But what we can do is actually bust that down to say, well, how many jobs do I need to do next week for, for customers? Yes. And that's all you've got to think about is how many jobs do I need to have booked this week and next so that I hit my goal?
1: The problem and- with – Sorry
0: yeah no no No. you go
1: the problem with goals is that they can so often become polarizing and we can't figure out how to get to where we want to be so just as you've referenced trying to increase your turnover by 50 percent sounds massive i don't even know you know that's a great lofty goal but i don't know how i'm going to do that so i'm probably never going to take a step however if you have that knowledge of understanding okay I've been testing and measuring the jobs that I do on a weekly basis in my business for a period of time. So I understand the mean average of a job to me, what that that looks like mm. to me. It might be $1,000 a job, but it might be $2,000 a job. Obviously, yep. depending on your business and what you're doing. With that knowledge, you can very quickly then understand, okay, well, that equates to that $250,000 increase in revenue equ- equates to... 150 more jobs and I need to get those 150 more jobs over the next 52 weeks. So how many jobs does that look like a week and how many leads do I need? Because again, you'll have all of that knowledge if you've been testing and measuring. How many leads do I need to generate that? And where is my best source of generation? Is it from my Facebook marketing? Is it from my Instagram? Is it from Google AdWords? Is it Google My Business? Is it my website? Is it a referral program I need to bump up? You suddenly have all of that knowledge through a simple skill like testing and measuring within your business and it makes your goal achievable rather than getting bogged down in it thinking that's huge and I actually don't know how I'm going to get there, which, goodness me, I've done many times. Lofty goal is a great idea but it can polarise you and get you stuck rather than moving you forward.
0: Yeah. And one of the keys there is to have that historical data so we can make plans for the future, Yes. Based on what's achievable. And one of the big blockages to people achieving their goals is actually a belief that it's achievable. Because mm. they look at that 50% increase and go, well, that'd be great. And that means we could take a holiday and upgrade the car and, uh, well, you can camp in your backyard um, at the moment. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> you know, I could take a domestic holiday. Yeah. Or if you're in Tasmania, you could take a Tasmanian holiday because we're not allowed anywhere else. Uh but it seems unachievable to people and they go, oh, well, it's unrealistic. Well, it's not that it's unrealistic. It's just that you perhaps haven't given yourself enough information to be able to bust it down, as as you were saying, Nick, into smaller bits. And you know what it's like? When I used to do triathlons many years ago <clears> – <throat> excuse me, I'm choking up just thinking about it um, – <laughs> stupid as i was but um doing bigger races that went for several hours uh, i remember doing some work with a a personal trainer and a running coach and what we used to do was set you know if you were going to run 20 kilometers that's a long way to run and it goes for a long time yes it's really hard to focus on your pace and to manage your energy output and all that sort of stuff and so what they get you to do is actually pick a mark along the road or the trail and you know similar sort of distance and it's like right i just hit that mark and that means push hard between here and the next telegraph pole yep and then back off for another telegraph pole gap and then push hard to the next one and so you can run these intervals and you can actually you know chew up the miles pretty quickly manage your heart rate all that sort of stuff but instead of you know, getting lost in the science of my heart rate and setting alarms and all that sort of stuff. It was just a quick, easy way for someone to manage their pace. Mm-hmm. And so this is a convoluted example, but it's the same with that 50% increase in your revenue and your profit. If you break that down into, well, just just book 10 jobs next week. Yes, And then... Maybe look at the week after that and make sure you've got at least five in that week before you get to the end of this week. That's all you got to do because mm. we know you're probably going to average your two grand a job or whatever it might be depending on your trade and your number might be book one job next month. Um, but it's, it's just something n- like short. It's something close that we can look at and go, well, yeah, I can probably do that. I yeah. could. I could go find 10 jobs next week. And it also raises some questions, Coxie, about, okay, well, what do I need to do to actually book those 10 jobs in? If the phone's not ringing enough, you can ask yourself some questions. Well, how do I get more inquiries so I can book those 10 jobs? Everything becomes about getting those 10 jobs booked, which means you don't have to talk about fancy marketing strategies and leads budgets and all those sorts of things and get all confused and overwhelmed. It's a simple thing that creates activity in other areas in your business. Mm. Um, and if you just keep doing that, okay, 10 jobs. Right. I need some more inquiries. Hey, hey, love, can you do some more social media stuff for me? Because uh, I wasn't calling you, love, Coxie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was stepping into character there. Hey, love, can, can you do some more social media? <laughs> I need some more inquiries.
1: Because <laughs> every trader sounds like that.
0: <laughs> no, that's what I sound like on a Saturday night after half a whiskey.
1: Sorry to all the tradies that Warwick has just managed to offend. <laughs>
0: uh, <clears throat> but you can, you can ask your Miss O to do some more social media marketing to generate some more leads. Or you might start doing email marketing. So oh, I'll give that a go. Or well, let's, let's have a crack at, at uh, flyer drops or neighbour calls or maybe I'll go join a networking group. And all the while, you're tracking how many inquiries you're getting and how many of those you're converting into jobs next week.
1: So let's talk about what we actually need to track because, you know, these these are lofty things for us to say. They sound like a fantastic idea and I can see all our tradies at work listening to our podcast thinking, this is brilliant. I'm going to start tracking stuff. But what do I track? Well, let's start with your leads. Now, it's not as simple as just counting, oh, I got a phone call. That's one. Oh, I got an email. That's two. Mm. Oh, got another Mm. call. That's three. It's more like, okay, thank you for calling us today. Can I ask how you found us? So you're registering how the inquiry came to you and then where the inquiry first heard about your business. Was Mm -hmm. it through a mate who had some work done or was it through one of your social media channels or was it through some flyer dropping that you'd done previously or the signage on your huge or standing in line, they saw your uniform and realised that they'd give you a call rather than some of the competition. Once you have those few pieces of information, you actually have a whole bunch of knowledge to begin to make critical decisions on. So. Measure your leads, how many you getting, where they're coming from, are they coming from email, telephone, a web inquiry form, social media messaging, and where they originally heard about you. Those three things though have a huge amount of power for you to make some critical decisions on later. Then we need to start measuring the value of your average job. So if you were to add up all of your jobs over the last month to a total sum and divide it by how many of those jobs there were, you'll get an average. Do the same over a period of time so that you understand what your job average cost is worth to you as a business owner. That will begin to give you some more power about understanding, okay, well, I want to increase my revenue. I need to get 10 more jobs a week. It's quite simple. So there's, what, four things I've given you there that are really quick and easy to start to measure.
0: Hmm. And that's the key is they are quick and easy to measure. Yes. You, You don't need to spend hours on this.
1: No, and you're having those conversations anyway, and this is something we talk about all the time. You are already having these conversations. You're already taking the inquiry. It's If you're not asking the question, it's one extra question. If you are asking the question and not recording it, then it's uh, just recording the information that you're already being provided. It's not mm. a bunch of extra work and yet it provides so much power for you to move forward in the business and make those critical decisions that get you to, to your goals rather than them being big scary monsters that – Sound fantastic, and you wish they would come, but wishing alone isn't enough
0: no no you've got to you've you've got to hit some things right you've got to hit the next telegraph pole
1: aggressively
0: <laughs> well, preferably not because it hurts when you do that it does so you know uh, I feel like a lot of people in this space, you know business trainers and consultants and all that sort of stuff make goal setting and planning sound a lot more complicated than it actually is. Mm, I agree. And and I think a lot of people get scared of setting goals because, and someone actually said this to me recently, one of our um, clients said this, that uh, it almost becomes counterproductive because they they feel like, They're just not going to achieve the goals and then they're going to be all demoralized and beaten down and it's going to be actually pointless.
1: I actually think that's a really valid fear that a lot of our tradies struggle with.
0: Mm. So they just don't set goals because, well, why would I set goals? Because I don't achieve them anyway and then that's just going to make me feel like crap. So best that I don't set them, I'll just work really, really hard, hope for the best, see what we get and that'll probably be okay. And that's, look, it's not a terrible way to do it, but it's certainly not the best way to do it. And if you do want more, if you want to achieve more, then you really need to <laughs> set some goals or intentions, whatever you want to call them. Um, but the the missing part is just this breaking it down into the steps, breaking it down into something you can focus on. mm and I find a really good one, particularly for um, any trade other than a builder <laughs> who's doing a higher number of, of jobs or projects, uh, you know, if you're not doing hundred, two dollars $200,000 projects, you're doing, you know, 5, 10, 20 jobs a week. I mean, we've got trade businesses probably doing 50 jobs a week of smaller number.
1: Mm.
0: Knowing what that number is means you can actually then start to make some really simple decisions about marketing and and uh lead tracking and all those other things that all start to fall into place so yeah i'd i'd um really like to see more tradies doing that of setting that small weekly focus as a way to achieve their goals whether it's financial or otherwise you know um it, you can use that same technique with just about anything in your business that you're trying to change so, uh, yeah, I feel like that's a little magical technique that not a lot of people know about or use. Maybe they know about it, but they haven't figured out how to use it yet.
1: You've pulled the rabbit out of the hat. I, I, I'm i feeling amazed by the power <laughs> of your magic, Warwick. <laughs> Look, no hands. Uh, <laughs> no, so, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: if you like the sound of that, listeners, and you are listening to this episode On Thursday the 25th of June, you have a little over 24 hours before you can join in um, and have us actually guide you through this with a bunch of other epic trade business owners at our TIB90 event tomorrow, Friday 26th of June, 1pm Brisbane time. Um, we were actually going to lead you through that. So we're going to help you set some goals, break them down, figure out what the little bits are, get it all on paper, and then go away and crush it for 90 days after that.
1: Uh, with a very detailed broken down plan so you can actually achieve those weekly targets rather than – being overwhelmed by how big the goal is and not knowing how to get there. It's something that we actually focus on every week in our toolbox talks, isn't it, Warwick? What is your one thing? What's the one thing you've been working on last week? How did you go? What's the one thing for this week? How is that looking? Do you need some help to get through that point? Mm. Uh, It can be quite as simple as that. It's unbelievable to think that just doing one thing differently or one thing more or one thing in a slightly better way than you've done before might be mm. enough to start to move you towards your goals, but it really is. It, it only takes one thing. One thing a week that you're focusing on and achieving can get you there very quickly.
0: Yeah. And it's not scary. Well, okay, it is scary. Um, but just because it's scary doesn't mean you can't do it.
1: Right. That's right.
0: So um, get along tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this after the 26th of June, sorry. If you missed it, we will be doing them again. Um, So make sure you're part of our community either by uh, jumping on the website, tradiesinbusiness.com.au or finding us on Facebook. And uh, it's pretty easy to see that we're driving you to join the group uh, (laughs) and uh, be a part of the community because um, we'll let you know about these events as they come up. Um, But doing some sort of structured planning where you break it down, absolutely fundamental to achieving your goals and, be scared, do it anyway, and um, tell me it doesn't work.
1: Well, that, that's a big call. <laughs>
0: that's my challenge for today.
1: I, th- I think you'll so, uh, get lots of feedback saying that worked really well, Warwick, because we know because we do it that it does work very well. Oh,
0: absolutely. It just blows my mind, something so simple. And that it, that's generally the case, isn't it, Coxie?
1: Yes, it is. Simple's, simple's best. best. Keep it
0: simple's stupid. <laughs> Well, thanks for tuning in, listeners. I hope that was valuable. As always, we love creating content for you and um, it helps us if you give us some feedback. So as I said, go to the website, uh, jump on Facebook, join the community and let us know um, if you've used this technique, has it worked for you? And if you're not, give it a try. So uh, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Uru. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool
1: stuff at tradeisandbusiness.com.au.